Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Welcome all you Chicago Bulls fans to another episode of the Sports Ethos Chicago Bulls coverage show. I am your host, Keith Cork, and I am joined by my buddy and co-host Trey Hill after a horrendous, terrible, awful, uh, just disheartening, disgusting, grotesque showing against a previously 8-39 team that is now a 9-39 team in the Orlando Magic. Uh, obviously, the Bulls are down big, a lot of uh, bodies here, Trey, but um, just piss poor effort, man. I, I have no better word for it. Yeah, um, Jamal Mosley, the, the Orlando Magic head coach, I felt like he definitely had his team prepared to play with a good game plan in terms of just how often and how hard his team was cutting as soon as they would they would run like the pick and roll. They would have that backside person cut. and. I think one thing you and I have both kind of harped on the last couple games is the defensive, um, I don't know, symbiosis. They, they don't, every, everyone has to think on defense. There are moments of hesitation. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they'll rotate to the wrong people. They're just, they're not playing on a string on the defensive end. And I felt like the magic really took advantage of that with their mm-hmm. off ball movement. Yeah. There's a lot of miscommunication and um, with defense, I mean, you know, I, I've talked a lot about it uh, on this pod in our previous pod trade that, you know, defense at the NBA level, it's a true full unit thing. Um, so having all these different bodies in there tonight, you had Tyler Cook in the starting lineup. Um, obviously, you've got Malcolm Hill playing minutes. You've got uh, Matt Thomas playing minutes. I mean, just just people that you know weren't getting minutes at the beginning of the season. And you're trying to play defense with these guys <clears throat> without much practice time because we're in the middle of the season now. Obviously, you know, we're playing a lot of four games and five nights and three games and four nights. And, and there's just no practice time. You can't really work on this stuff. So this is the same thing we saw last year when Vooch came over in the trade is, you know, you don't get practice time to really work on this stuff. And it just looks absolutely uncoordinated and like not a professional basketball team. And um, that's what we're seeing, man, on the defensive side of things, but the offensive side, that's where I was really let down tonight. You know, I, I expected the, the magic aren't a good team. Uh, there's no kind way to say that they're, they're not. Um, one of the worst defenses too in the NBA and you know tonight we just couldn't capitalize and I you know I put a lot of the onus on Vooch I think Vooch is going to get a lot of the ire I know I saw you out there defending him earlier Trey and and you know again I think this is a very skilled guy 
Um, I just, I, I'm not like at the end of my rope, but man, it's hard to keep pulling on that rope for me, you know? Well, in reference to earlier, someone had said that they were, they thought they were out on Vooch because of this game. And for me, Vucevic, especially on defense, he is a guy that you have to have the right personnel around him. And the Bulls simply don't have that right now. And yeah, Vucevic had definitely had his issues on the defensive end, but a lot of that is because he doesn't have the good point of attack defenders to help solve things because he is the last line of defense. So when things break down in front of him, he's being asked to clean up other people's messes. And He's the one that, you know, looks bad because he's the last one getting beat. But when he has to guard a guy and a half and he has someone cutting, you know, underneath the rim, it's it's difficult for him to have to come back. He the offensive side was where he really let us down tonight. And I think he let Wendell Carter Jr. just kind of get the better of him. Wendell Carter really came to play. I think he was really mm-hmm. motivated after the trade last year. And it it just wasn't a good showing at all for Vooch. It Another one of those just games where nothing was falling for him. And on the defensive end, he was, he's a step slower than everyone else. That's just the reality of it. You know, he's our big guy. That's why he does the drop coverage. And the Magic just really did a good job of taking advantage of that, you know, that one second delay that the Bulls defense had where they weren't, you know, pre-rotating. They weren't, you know, covering the guys. People were having chances to shoot. They were shot wide open threes when they shot threes. And then whenever the Bulls would you know, be recklessly closing out because they are scrambling because they're not, you know, on that string. The Magic just drove right by them and got all of their points just right in the paint. Uh, I don't have their paint points up in front of me, but I imagine it was like in the 40s, I believe. And then they also shot 48% from three or 46% from three. Like you can't have teams scoring in the paint and from three and expect to win a game. Yeah, just the defense is just unwatchable at this point. I just... I, I need to just take it for what it is. There's a lot of guys out, like I said, um, because just trying to watch it and make sense of it is just infuriating. But uh, but like I said, you know, not a lot of time to practice on the stuff. I'm not going to give them a pass. I think you can play better defense than what we've been seeing. Um, but I do think that there's some excuses here for as to why it's not, you know, good uh, at the moment. But uh, yeah, Vucevic, uh, you know, not to not to forget about that. He's a, he went shot four four for 19 today. Uh, 13 points, 13 rebounds. So he did get that double double we were looking for. Um, there were including times... two, including two of 11 from inside the three point arc. He, yeah. it wasn't even like he was taking a lot of threes and those weren't what was falling. There were just shots from all over the court that he should have made that just were, they weren't falling. And I saw him towards the end of the, I think it was the fourth quarter. Uh, they took some, you know, had the camera on him and he was on the bench and he had the towel on his head like hiding his face and uh you know I from from you were talking to Stephen Cameron yesterday I did uh for a pregame show and you know he was saying that you know Vooch is just a, a very lovable guy very nice guy you want to root for him and uh you know I I definitely feel that I don't have any ill will towards Vucevic as a person uh it's just on the basketball court it's just really really tough for me to uh not you know to to, to see him as our long-term option. I'm not going to say he's a bad basketball player. That's not, there's no way I'm going to say that. I'm not, a, I'm not stupid. He's a very good basketball player. It's just that it just seems like, it seems like the fit here in Chicago with what we have going on around him, what we're doing on offense, what we're doing on defense. And it, it looked better, obviously, when we were healthy. So I was getting ready to say, I was getting ready to say, I think you might, I think you might swing back towards the Vooch because you're you're on both sides of it. I think you're going to be back on on the positive side once 
more guys come back healthy. It to me, it's like it's like people when they blame Rudy Gobert for the Utah yeah. Jazz losing in the playoffs. Like, no, it's because the the team around him isn't built to succeed. You can't ask your center to cover up for you know three negative perimeter defenders, and especially you know Vucevic isn't nearly the defender Gobert is. I just I'm of the opinion he's he needs to be our you know our third best player, our fourth best player, and then and also that. He needs to be on that totem pole for in terms of usage. Having him be our second option, I think, is really kind of limiting him. I I think he's just not meant to be that anymore, at least not with this team here in Chicago. They also, yeah. the uh, one easy way to point out the depth problem the Bulls have right now, at one point the Magic were up 26 to nothing on reserve points. Mm-hmm. The Bulls only had what? 10. The Bulls had 10 bench points tonight. The Magic had three bench players that outscored the entire Bulls bench. Uh, Okiki had 11. Razdiak, I'm not sure how to say that one, had 11. And then Wagner, Mo Wagner, had 23. So to have three separate bench players from the Magic outscore our entire bench, it, it doesn't matter which area of the game you look at, the Bulls lost that tonight. I, I think I, and, uh, I actually have that in my notes. Who Who is this guy? Because I, I play a lot of fantasy basketball. I watch a lot of NBA. I have no idea who I think I'm hoping to pronounce this right. Ignis Brezdakis is. Um, but, the, I mean, he, he was out there scoring, man. He had, like you said, 11 points, four of six from shooting, three of three from beyond the arc. Of course, he just shot 100% and looked like a freaking all-star uh, against AR bad defense. And just, of course, every, you know, the Bulls just seem to get these guys getting hot against them. I remember remember Rubio shot like seven of 11 from the arc or whatever it was last time he played us. It's just uh, you kind of get sick of it. But. Uh, no, man, it's uh, you're right. Uh, you know, the, the the depth is a real issue here. You know, whenever we have our guys go out, we have to have Kobe out there. We have to have um, Vucevic out there. We have to have uh, Demar out there. Demar was incredible. I mean, just watching this guy play is just a delight. I'm so happy he's on the team. Uh, he was 15 for 21 from the field. Wow, ridiculous. 41 points. Uh, 11, 11 of 13. From 13. The line. Yeah. Um, three assists, five rebounds, two steals. So. Just balled out, man. Uh, and every time this guy touches the ball on offense, it's like you're, you're waiting for something special to happen. So it's just really incredible. And, and you know, hopefully we don't uh, waste that. But uh, it's just the injuries are piling up. And, uh, you know, obviously Caruso is going to be out for a while. I haven't gotten your take on that, Trey. Um, how do you feel? You know, give me your grace nail and take today. <laughs> Not even a grace nail and take. Uh, there's also another play they taught, they referenced in it where Suggs from the Magic was taken out by t- uh, THT from the Lakers. And for me, it's this, when you see a guy coming in from one side and then you have another guy come in and it's almost like two cars colliding at an intersection. Uh, you can't you can't allow guys to come in and have that hard foul when it's at an angle that forces the guy, you know, to land on his back, to land almost on his head in Caruso's case. So to me, I would like to see them have like a, you know, a three, five game suspension. Anytime that happens, anytime yeah. you kind of, come cross body with someone and take out that defenseless offensive player because that's what they are. They're going up for a shot. We saw it with Patrick Williams earlier in the year with Mitchell Robinson, the offensive players going up that they're defenseless to take an NFL, you know, lingo and that defenseless receiver, you can't take them out in the NFL. So I don't know why the NBA is letting teams do that when these players don't even have pads. 
We talked about Jokic um, and his hit on Markeith Morris. Markeith Morris still hasn't played a basketball game since then. And, you know, Jokic got it one game suspension. Um, and, and I know that there's complicated things there. People don't feel, you know, they don't like the Morris twins. I, I get that. There's a whole reputation thing there. Um, but, and I heard this on the radio today. I, I agree with it. You know, how is it fair that a guy can miss, you know, three, four, five months of basketball and the other guy misses, you know, a game and, and gets to go play Xbox at home or whatever, and then come back and, and well, basically live their well, life. Well, <laughs> in that in that case, he hit him first. Well, so. sure, it was a retaliation. I get it, but at the same time, like I said, this guy's like, been Car- out. For Caruso's, a, Caruso's a defense defenseless guy, jumping in the air, getting taken out. Morris is the guy who just went and sucker punched somebody and then turned around to brag to his friends. Yeah, there, there's a different context to me. Yeah. Well, anyways, you guys, it's the Sports Ethos uh, Chicago Bulls show. Listeners, please take a moment to follow at Ethos Fantasy BK on Twitter, the single most dominant fantasy basketball and fantasy news feed on earth. Get all your NBA news in one handy Twitter feed. It's faster than the competition and provides more analysis, too. Again, that's at Ethos Fantasy BK on Twitter. Go follow it right now. Um, so, yeah, just uh, just I, I don't really know if there's much else we can take away from this game. But, uh, speaking of Jalen Suggs, though, you brought up Jalen Suggs. Can I say, though, the Bulls play the Magic again on February 1st, and I think the Magic will probably be wise to sit like Jalen Suggs and Franz Wagner and Mo, definitely Mo Wagner, uh, because, man, I, I just don't, you know, Jalen Suggs hits a dunk at the end, gets a dunk at the end of the game, gets a fast break dunk, and then he does the thing, you know, the thing on his chest where he's like, Magic, yeah, this is our house, blah, blah, blah. Uh, dude, you guys got nine wins on the season now. Nine and 39. You've well, that's lost why they were so excited. They don't Four get, they times don't get as many games often. as you've won. I'm, hey, I, I'm happy that they're excited, man. I'm, I get that. But the, the taunting, uh, a little bit ridiculous when you've got nine wins on the season, in my opinion. So I think they'll be smart to sit those guys on February 1st when the Bulls uh, play them again. They're going to be in Chicago for that game. Uh, I don't know. I think, the, I think uh, when we have our guys back and healthy, it might be a little bit of a different story in this matchup but uh no man I, i'm glad they a, I, yeah go ahead oh, i was gonna say it's a it's it's a moot point because i think zach's getting ready to come back but i think what the bulls really need is i, they, I feel like they need an offensive spark off the bench mm. i feel like that that would really help them because they have just kind of that dead time late yeah. in quarters and if they can't get off to fast starts they at least need somebody to kind of bring them back up i'd almost like to see kobe come off the bench and still finish games but just be that you know that manu ginobili role if he if things continue to spiral downward because it seems like when he is you know the the guy on offense when he is aggressive driving he had a, a few really good drives to the basket tonight for the bulls whenever you know things were not that it was it slipped away for a long time but the bulls did kind of stay in that 15 point range and some of that was kobe being aggressive and driving to the lane it, it was you know 90% demar but i thought kobe was also pretty effective when he had the ball in his hands so yeah, and I and crappy, I, and this crappy was, loss. Yeah, and this is kind of predictable, but uh, at least I predicted it. And um, but I would assume, man, he's he's uh, fallen off the cliff a little bit. And it's, it's statistically, I think he's still having an impact on the game. I still love him as as a rookie and as a player. Forty minutes tonight, though, two of six from the field, uh, just seven points, five rebounds, no assists, uh, three turnovers. Uh, he did have a block. Um, you know, again, I thought there were some nice plays that he had out there, but. Uh, that aggression that we were seeing in that stretch of games, it, it's kind of disappeared. I didn't expect like such a hard regression, but you know, it, it has come way down. Um, any idea why he's less involved in the offense, Trey? Any thoughts on that? I think he's become more of a focal point in the scouting report. 
between between the guys being out, him stepping up, and teams realizing, oh, we have to we have to do this with Iowa. We have to because you and I were pleasantly surprised, but we were surprised by his playmaking. We weren't the only ones that surprised. Teams in the league didn't know he could do that. That's why he fell so far in the draft. So as he's evolved, teams have been adjusting, and I think teams have just been. They've adjusted, and now he has to continue to, you know, adapt to that and find ways to be effective. And again, I know it, it's it's tough to keep saying, well, we have so many guys out, but Io, whenever he can have the worst perimeter defender on him, because we've got DeRozan, Kobe White, you know, Zach Levine, we've got Caruso out there. He's getting the worst guy on him, and he's able to exploit that. But right now, he's you know, he's getting the second guy out there the third guy and I think it's just catching up to him a little bit the NBA talent just kind of seeing what he is and being able to game plan a little for it Kobe had a Kobe had a decent game uh eight of 18 from the field 44 percent that's about average for him uh, only one of seven from beyond the arc he's been struggling from beyond the arc the last couple of games now um but that that's that's just how it goes sometimes man you know uh up and down for shooters sometimes you go one for seven sometimes you go five of eight you know uh it's just how it goes when you take uh, jumpers and you're a volume type shooter five of seven from the line i'd like to see him do a little bit better there but uh no assists zero assists from kobe white and uh, i know that's been a, that was a struggle all night for all the bulls so don't want to single him out only him but he's playing the point guard position right that's a little bit surprising it was he had he did. I had at least two things written down where he had a couple nice passes and the guys just didn't finish. Um, Vucevic, there was one early on where Kobe just gave him a perfect bunny and he missed it. And it, he was so wide open, he missed the shot and Vucevic got the layup, got the offensive rebound and the layup. Uh, so assist, if he'd gotten those two, it would look a little bit better. But I, I'm satisfied with his playmaking. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't all-star-ish tonight. But DeRozan also kind of had a lot of the usage. And Vucevic, Vuce, they, they tried to get Vucevic involved early. I didn't feel like they put Kobe White in a position to run the offense enough. And to see him go 7 of 11 from inside the arc, at, it's hard to argue with that kind of success. So I'm not going to jump down his throat on the assist, but that's one of the reasons I also think if this line, if this trend continues and Zach maybe has a setback or something, I think he'd be good to come off the bench when DeRozan's not in, in the game because he, he can be that offensive player, I think, whenever he's given the opportunity. Yeah, he profiles better as a, just a heater off your bench and, and um, you know, a Lou Williams type. If he gets hot and drops 20, then that's fantastic. Your team has a really good chance of winning. If he doesn't have it, then you don't need to play him big minutes. You can play him, you know, 15 to 20 to 25 minutes. Uh, and hopefully, you know, he provides you enough out there. But his defense has been better of late, um, and that's a good thing to see. And I thought tonight he had some pretty good defensive moments also with some strips on Cole Anthony. Um, so, you know, I, I don't think it was a bad game for Kobe. I think it was a decent game. I think he's been pretty solid for us, and you know, overall. Um, had had a bit of a bad game against the Bucks, but so did um, Io. So um, he's done he's done pretty well, though. So, yeah, Mo Bamba went out with those three fouls in the first four minutes. And, of course, we got to see Mo Wagner come in, uh, who's a guy that doesn't even get rotational minutes for them usually. The guy drops 23 points on us, makes us look just like the weakest interior defense in the league, which we very well might be since, um, you know, all these people are out. Um, but, man, they had, uh, the Wagner brothers, the super Wagner brothers, had 17 of the first uh, 23 points of the of the first quarter for the Magic. Uh, 
insanity, man. What'd you think about Franz? What'd you think about Mo? Um, are those guys, I mean, do you think Mo is going to get more minutes for the, for the Orlando magic? Um, maybe a few, but to me, it was really just the bulls defense breaking down early on. And Mo was like, he was, I would say the biggest beneficiary of those cutting points. If I don't have, you know, synergy hasn't updated yet. I can't go and scope that out just yet, but I would, I would bet a good amount of money that a lot of his came off of cuts. And then the interior passing that they had, I thought was really impressive. And that's how, when you, when they pulled, when they would pull Vooch out with the actions and then, you know, he's having to backpedal back towards the paint, their ability to kind of just pass it around him and to get guys shots while Vooch isn't back there to protect the rim. If Vooch wasn't back there to protect the rim, we don't have anyone else that's really big enough to protect the rim. Cook did a great job against Giannis the other night, but that wasn't, you know, protecting the rim and rebounding the ball. That was staying in front of Giannis and basically just being a, a temporary roadblock. Uh, I thought his minutes were real, were really disappointing. I thought he was the, the biggest weak link tonight on the defensive end. Just a lot of slow rotations, a lot of things that just didn't – that need. if he'd been a regular guy for, you know, the last 15 games, that would probably be cleaned up just from getting to play and getting those reps. But it was a lot of just being a step slow. And that brother-to-brother connection, That I think that, that matters. And mm. – you know, Mo sees, oh, they're 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 doubling Franz, you know, they're doubling Franz and there's nobody in the paint. I can just duck down here and I know he's going to see me. And it the chemistry was there. Uh I think that was pretty clear from the stat you read. Yeah. Mo Wagner, uh, twenty three points and four assists, and most of them I think were to his brother Franz, uh, which was just insanity. Um if you guys were on there, props tonight, props to you because I never would have called that. Uh but uh, Mo Bomb only managed about seven minutes uh with four fouls, which is just bad. Uh which led to all those twenty five Mo Wagner minutes. But speaking of props, we have a new brand brand new daily fantasy partner at Sports Ethos, Thrive Fantasy Prop Up with Thrive Fantasy on their mobile app or at thrivefantasy.com. Use code Ethos when you sign up to get a hundred percent deposit match bonus on your first deposit, up to a hundred bucks, plus either two or four free game tickets. To play, pick player props on the biggest names playing every night. Score points when your props hit, and the players with the most points win a share of the nightly prize money. And check out our Sports Ethos DFS team or podcast for advice on winners. Again, that code is ethos over at thrivefantasy.com. Um, so, yeah, I, uh, I'm playing another Thrive Fantasy tonight. Still not going well, man. This is tough picking 10 of these uh, these props out there. I'm going to have to, like, get some ringers in here and tell me people tell me what to pick because uh this is this is hard man but uh no it's 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 good times um the bulls i know they said zach and javante i believe if i'm remembering correctly they both flew to meet the bulls in okc for our game tomorrow um so i'm hoping that means that they are questionable for tomorrow and maybe even on the side of, of coming back what do you think trey I think if there is literally a 1% chance they come back tomorrow, they will be on that court after the showing tonight. Yeah. Yeah, the Bulls need to win, man. They need to right the ship. Go ahead. Oh, no, that, that you said exactly what <laughs> yeah. I was going to say was if, yeah. the, if the Magic had won this game – or not the Magic. If the Bulls had won this game they and, you know, it was iffy, they might sit out. But just this losing streak, it's what, up to six of seven, I think, mm-hmm. they've lost now. Mm-hmm. And you have a lot of winnable games coming up. So I think the Bulls, surely they sense that they could use some wins as they continue to fall down the standings. 
You're right, Trey. And don't call me Shirley. Um, but no, uh, the Bulls are now a game behind the Brooklyn Nets for first place, and they are tied with Milwaukee, who are also a game behind. The Heat are in second and a half game behind the Nets, so the Bulls are now sitting in third place. Um, danger in danger of slipping to fourth or even fifth. I mean, there's just so few games separating first through sixth place right now in the East. It's truly wide open. So um, I don't know. I think. I think the recent performances, Trey, and we can really talk about this a little bit more when we have a longer show, but I think they might be getting the Bulls management to really con- seriously consider making some kind of trade. Uh, maybe not now, but you know, maybe in a couple of weeks if, if this thing doesn't get right and we don't start getting bodies back. I think having Caruso and Lonzo Ball both out was really, really like a little bit of a panic mode situation because those guys are so important to what we do against good teams. Um, So what do you think? Better chance that they make a move now? I still don't see them trading for a guard just because of the guard depth that we have. But... No, I I, I don't think they're more likely to because I think think the need is still the same need. That that 3-4 who can guard, you know, be honest, Kevin Durant. And those obviously don't grow on trees. But I think that was something that the Bulls needed before, and I think that's something that they need just as much now. But I think this recent skit, I don't, I don't think it affects it because I think I trust this management to be more level-headed than to let you know a five-game streak here or there, either way, affect things. Now, if it was the Garpax era, you could definitely can talk me into it. But I, I just, I have more faith in AK to just kind of be more steady. Yeah. Uh, one last thing I want to ask you, Trey, before we drop here. I want to ask you about Mr. Wendell Carter Jr. I know you mentioned him. You said he had a good game. Because uh, when I was talking to Stephen Cameron in our last episode, which was a just a pregame, we were talking a little bit of magic, a little bit of bulls. Uh, please go check it out if you haven't already. I know you probably don't want to hear about the magic bulls fans, but uh, he had some nice insights. But, uh, no, he was talking a little bit about when the offense you know, runs through Wendell Carter or when he's looking aggressive, the uh, magic look fantastic on the offensive side is what he was saying and that kind of surprised me because you know obviously that wasn't exactly his um identity with the bulls right but i can't say he's wrong because after watching tonight you know when wendell carter was aggressive and he definitely was against Vooch and everything um you know they they look good man and he had a good game he played very well um what were your thoughts on wendell carter jr tonight watching him i thought he came out extremely aggressive you could tell he had a chip on his shoulder playing his old team um, I mean, the entire Magic squad came out with a chip on their shoulder. I think they all, I think they used that trade from last year's motivation of see the Bulls didn't want you guys. That they, they didn't think that you were worth, you know, worth having around. And Wendell Carter, he just, he takes quality shots. He's in the right spot. He does a great job protecting the room. I think he had a, a really solid block at the rim against somebody, but I can't recall who it was. Just protecting the rim on a rotation. And he even shot two of three from the three-point line tonight. Mm. So it's nice to see him succeed. It's not as nice to see him succeed against us. But <laughs> he was the Magic's second leading scorer even, uh, first leading scorer in, in the starting lineup. So good game for him. He only played 28 minutes. So, yeah. ah, man. Just so, yeah. So I'm, I'm, in my, my next question, I'm leading up to it here, Trey, and you might, you might have already guessed what it would be, but, you know, if we could take turn back time and take that away, and we have Wendell Carter Jr. and Daniel Gafford with the pieces that we have now, is that good enough for you, do you think? Do you think that's 
I mean, Federer, do, do you give me Franz too? Do I get? Franz? I don't give you Franz. No, I'm not even going to include him. I'm just going to include the big men in the situation now because I'm going to ask if it's better, or worse, the same as having Vooch with us. I mean, does that give us a? Obviously, it gives us a different. I would. Name. I would rather have. I would rather have Vooch than mm-hmm. Carter and Gafford. Let mm-hmm. alone we. All, I believe we also got Troy Brown Jr. Mm-hmm. In, yeah, in that correct. one. So I I'm still a believer in Vooch when we have our entire team. I think when you have Zach, when you have DeMar, you've got um Caruso out there. I I, I hesitate to even include uh Patrick Williams, but I'm gonna go ahead and include him because I think he'll be back for the playoffs. I think when you have those guys out there having the center that can be the playmaker that Vooch is that I know tonight, notwithstanding, can, you know, at least hit 50% of his shots around the, the rim, which he's been able to do since he came back from the COVID uh, spell he was out. That That's what we need from him. He, we, he has to keep putting up the double-doubles, which he's shown he can at least rebound, if nothing else. So, no, I'd, I'd still take Vooch, but seeing Wendell Carter Jr. tonight, it definitely makes it a little bit closer than I'd care to admit. Yeah, definitely. I I think the jury's still out, obviously, on who, quote-unquote, wins that trade. I don't think anyone necessarily has to win a trade. I think it was good for both teams. I think everyone agrees on that. Um, I just want to see Vooch play better, man. I need to see it. I want to see it. Hopefully tomorrow is a better day for him. Hopefully that knee uh, doesn't seize up on him and he's able to play tomorrow. I'll I'll start there because, um, obviously, we had a little bit of an injury scare towards the end of the game there where he fell on top of Wendell Carter Jr. and uh, was limping around for a little bit. He came back in the game, though. But that might be one of those uh, injuries that kind of swells up on you overnight. He might he might not be able to suit up for the next one, which is against the OKC Thunder tomorrow. So I'm hoping he plays Trey. Uh, I hope if he does play that he just destroys a very weak interior defense there in OKC because he needs to. <laughs> it would just be the perfect narrative for the Bulls season, though, to get Zach back tomorrow and to have another starter go out. Um, it's been uh yeah it's been I, a, I did i did hold my breath when when vooch went down i was like oh no okay here we go again as I much thought. as as much as i i hate on him i would say that losing him is probably more important than the other injuries because we are so thin at, at the big man position and, and with size it's just it, it would just be terrible i mean we've seen what happens when vooch is out of the game uh even tonight you know you see what the bench does it and guys like Mo Wagner are just able to just dunk all over us because there's just literally not enough size to, to deal with it. So um that would be bad, but hopefully that's not the case. Uh and if he does not play, we still do have Tony Bradley on the roster. I don't think Tony Bradley came in the game tonight. Let me just double check. Six that. minutes. Six minutes. Oh I, I he he played minutes that um I didn't even notice him I guess on the floor. So not the most inspiring thing. <laughs> no he was he I, I his plus minus was even worse than, than Vucevic's. He was minus six in six minutes. So I think that point you made about Vucevic being the most important injury piece to not have, you know, missed time, that that kind of – I think that's one of the reasons his his play from game to game gets such a magnifying glass. Yes. He is definitely under the scope, and he definitely gets more of the ire than he probably deserves. And uh, hopefully if he plays well, he gets more of the credit than he deserves. But we all know that doesn't exactly happen that way. Uh, but hey, guys, quickly before we sign off, we want to also remind you all to use coupon code HoopBall20 at Manscaped.com for 20% off your order and free shipping. And also check out our pals at MyBookie.ag. Use code HoopBall on the third page to sign up to unlock deposit match bonuses there 
as well. Trey, we have a game tomorrow night, as I've been saying, against the OKC Thunder at 7 o'clock Central. I will be working tomorrow night, so I'm going to try to tune in. Um, might catch a little bit of it here and there, but I think we'll both be on to recap that for um, for 20, 30 minutes after that game's over, and hopefully we're recapping a Bulls win. But uh, I am your host. I'm Keith Cork. You can find me on Twitter at, at Keith And Trey, where can the people find you? On Twitter at Final Finally. All right. And don't forget to follow the show, guys, at Ethos Bulls. Uh, and please, 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 please leave us a review while you're here. Just a quick take five minutes and leave us just a five-star review. Let us know how we're doing. I uh, really want to hear from you guys. That's going to be all for us. Until then, go Bulls. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.